Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast, episode 123 with Hilary Saxon and Bob Anderson. You're in for a very exciting episode today. Some more of our superstar students. We've got Craig and Tia Piva to talk to you about their development and what's going on and, and how it's going for them. But you're going to love this episode. You're going to leave feeling very inspired and you're going to want to start property developing if you're not already. So let's jump on in to episode 123. As I said, episode 123 with Craig and Tia Pivot, which is very exciting. And of course, the man himself, Mr. Anderson. Hello, Bob. Hello there, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got more people in the frame, it's a little bit different. I know, we've got, got to squeeze up, up haven't oh, we? And we've got to remember to talk into the mics. There's so much oh, to do. Oh, too much to remember. So much. Hey, but before we kick off and we introduce these guys, we've got to give away yep. the book, Property Millionaires Exposed. And this week it goes to Anthony Jeffcott. This will be in the post to you. It was a great chat we had and we can't, well, we will look forward to working with you in the future. Anyway, Bob, would you like to introduce our guests? Well, here we are. Drum roll. Brrr. Our, our, yes. our, our special guest today, Craig and Tia Piva, straight out of the mentoring program. They are. Well, straight they're from in there, the mentoring from program. From the mentoring program. Yeah. They're in their boots and all uh, and doing very well. They are. Hey, before we click mm -hmm. into the actual interview. Yep. Shall we talk about the workshop this weekend in the Gold Coast? Of course, Craig and T will be there because uh, they know it's important to great place to network, great place to find future gen, uh, joint venture partners and just yep. a great way to keep updated. So it's, by the time this comes out, which is tomorrow, it'll probably be too late. But if you heard it first thing in the morning and you were to ring me, we could <laughs> possibly squeeze you in. But I'd, A last second. You would have to be very quick. Okay, Bob. Um, how about you go first? How do how do we meet the pivots? The pivots, sorry. The pivots. They probably remember more how they met us. Yeah. How, how did, did you, you meet, meet us? <laughs> well, well. Firstly, thanks yeah. for having us on the podcast. Very, very excited to be here and and looking forward to the chat. Um, I think it sort of started twelve months ago, or maybe a little bit more. We um we had done a a project initially and um sort of fumbled our way a little bit with our first project, and then we went we need to get some education and we need to really scale up and, and, and learn and who better to learn from but the master himself, Bob and, and Hillary. So, um, you know, we sort of went along to, I think it was initially a three-day, um, the three-day workshop that yeah, was online. a virtual course. And yeah. we sort of undenied over the mentoring and went, you know what, we we know that we want to scale, we know that we want to, we want to do this full-time, so... Mm. let's let's really learn and um yeah jump in and, and give the mentoring a go so you know it's um i think that's sort of how we initially met and um yeah it's been great ever since you're yeah, our insurance policy it. bob <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, here, you're their insurance policy insur oh, well i'll have to put the premium up you know the, <laughs> is there a claim coming are you telling me something <laughs> no i don't think there's any claims coming I do remember the first time we met, we actually drove down to Brisbane and had breakfast with you guys. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's That right. was to officially meet because we'd spoken on the phone and you'd got involved and we thought it was just a good idea that we meet. So, we yeah, we yeah. caught up for yeah, breakfast. That. that was, that was, it was more like brunch. I would have had a glass mm. of wine. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always wine, right? There's always wine, yeah. of course. <laughs> so you guys, uh, at, at the moment, what are you doing? You, you, you're working, you're... What, what are you up to at the moment? We're, we're, Obviously doing a project. At the moment, what else yeah. Um, 
both full-time working. Mm. So that's one of the real challenges, trying to do more in the property development space yet manage yep. your time. Um, yep. When you're committed all day, we've got four kids as well, so that keeps oh, us busy. And dogs. Don't forget the dogs. And, and two dogs. And <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you do a lot of work very late in the afternoon, make a couple of phone calls or at night, and that's the majority of the time um, when we get things done. But it's a real juggling act. Longer mm, term, yeah. obviously, we'd like to make this a, a, a exactly what we do as a, mm. as a business. Yeah. Um, but you've just got to balance mm. work with having enough of that war chest behind you uh, to sustain um, moving into property development full time. Yeah, okay. And that's a good point, isn't it? that you brought up immediately is having mm. that war chest available to you and that fine line on occasion you talk to people that sort of jump ship a bit early and there is that time and anything worth having isn't easy peasy japanesey sometimes we've just got to put a bit of effort in and you, you're doing the juggling act right now but it so pays off doesn't it the war chest just in case yeah. people don't know a bit of a bit of slang, a yeah. bit of property development slang. I don't know if it's property development slang. But... Oh, probably not. <laughs> but, but what we call war chest is have some capital, you know, some some funds, you know. And of course, when you, you know, when you're starting out, it, it doesn't hurt to have a have a day job. It's not absolutely essential, but most people mm. do. A lot of people start off with a, you know, running a day job, doing their first project, and as you say, it, it's a balance, particularly when you got. You know, you've got partners, you've got dogs, you've got kids, you've got jobs. You know, it's, uh, it is a balance, but it, it's, it's a good challenge and of time management skills as well and communication. Yeah. So, and you guys are doing it very well, as I well know. Mm. Yeah, I, I sort of revert to it as, as levers. So you, you've got, yeah. on one hand, when you're both working, you have great serviceability, uh, but you've got limited time. Then if you try to create time by moving away from your day job, your serviceability goes down and then you need the cash reserves there to actually allow you to sustain the projects. But it, it's a mix of all three. Uh, yeah, you just need yeah. to do it in a nice calculated way. Hmm. And thank God for commercial finance where we get capitalised interest too. Mm. So, it, it's interesting you brought up that you, you, you do it in a, like in, a, in a way that you can. When you first started property development, what was the intention and – has it changed since you began your first development? Oh, how would you say that? Did you want to take this one? We Look, we both, Tia's had an interest in property development for years. And the good thing about what, what I appreciate, Tia, Tia has that longer-term strategy. So it's more about longer-term direction, uh, about with the property side of things, she she's always loved property. So quite a few years back, we started up a company. We wanted to move into this space and then we were hunting around doing projects. So we didn't really do the renovation component too much. We didn't go down that space, but a part of our property development strategy is to do the developments as well. Um, Bob always refers to property development as being the pinnacle of what you can do in property and the other side is we do, over time, want to move into creating housing, um, micro-housing, more so to keep that, because there is a growing demand for rental um, or rentals for, for older single parents or aged parents or people, divorcees. Um, at some point in the future, we wouldn't mind moving into that just to hold on to that and create that additional um capacity i guess in the housing market mm -hmm. mm. 
yeah, that's that's great. That's well, we're going to need that, and and so we know that there's there's a bit of work in in balancing the you know all the things that happen in life, mm. and, and you just alluded to it there. So, what what strengths to you? What strengths do you think you have uh, that you know enhance your property development? And and Craig, I imagine you have other other strengths. Well, it's good to have about. It's always better if you're not clones of yeah. each other. So, Tio, mm. let's start with you. Where, 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 do you, where are your strengths? We, we just heard about long-term long strategic planning, uh, but tell us a little bit about where you see your strengths. Yeah, so so look, I think you're right. Like Craig and I working together, we, we do have different strengths and we're able to balance each other out. Um, my strengths are really around um, that market research, understanding what's happening in the market, um, you know, the... the um, the demand versus supply and, and really being on across what's going on. I mean, we develop in that Brisbane market, so really understanding what's happening in that space. Um, I also do the feasibility, so understanding yeah. if the project stacks up and whether or not it's actually worthwhile investing in. And I guess probably the other piece is really looking after our investors. So... Um, you know that I mean we both do but just you know that engagement with people mm. and making sure that um, that their needs are taken care of and that we work really well with our investors like I said we both really mm. do do that but you know sort of taking the lead and trying to find um, a balance between mm. what they need and, and how we can meet that need with them. Mm-hmm. Just hearing you talk about, you know, understanding how to do a feasibility, about half the world listening to this wants to ring you up and pick your brain now because it is something that people find quite complex and it's such a fantastic skill that you've mastered. It really is, mm-hmm. isn't it, to hear. And I'm very proud of you as a female because it, this has whole be, you know, really been seen as a male space, even though there are a lot of females in it now. But well done to you for learning what you needed to learn and probably understanding that you have strengths and that you're working to your strengths because you are very strategic aren't you that's how you work in in your business life and your work life but I also like the the nurturing of the investors and that is a skill in itself because we all know about you know the know like and trust with the investors so Mm. yeah well done on sort of mapping out those skills and owning them what about craig what do you, you thanks hillary what are you it's bringing nice, to the nice table is yeah of course it's nice <laughs> is there anything left yeah just what does craig do he cooks dinner um, just no. answer emails on, on the cfo uh, yeah. <laughs> handle all the uh, the bills but no look on my side because i've got an engineering and an it background i'm probably more about the execution side of things so tia will be on the lookout for the deals understand the market um, get those contacts out there, look at feasibilities, where on the other hand, I'm dealing with our consultants, town planners, civil engineer surveyors, and sorting out that detailed stuff, which Tia probably doesn't like as much. Maybe so <laughs> so whilst we branch into either side, it's we're lucky we do have complementary skills in that sense, and that's, that's a good way to actually run our projects and... Mm. Yeah, and, and that's the way it's operating at the moment. So um, we're lucky because some people that we've met through the met through the mentoring course are on their own. They might have a supportive partner, but I can understand if they have some doubt and uncertainty at times. We're lucky we can bounce ideas off each other and reinforce that and create confidence. 
And Hillary, that comes back to your domain, because if we go back a year ago, when we first joined the mentoring program, absolutely, there was there was, there was some concerns that we had. We, we might not have had the confidence. And over the last 12 months, I, I think we've seen, we've talked to ourselves a number of times and said we've seen real differences in mm. how we behave and how we operate. How awesome is that? And you are mm. right about having that partnership where you're very lucky. And it doesn't mean you can't do it if you don't have that supportive partner. Mm. But when you're both in it together, it's like Bob and I, we just talk so much property development because it's we both like it. You know, it's the, yeah. Yeah. But, but at least even if you're single in the property development, you got you got both of us, which is uh, not quite the same, but pretty good. Mm, but pretty good. Yeah. So moving along, project wise, you're in you're in a project well and truly in up to your armpits, and mm-hmm. let's let's just talk a, a little bit about that because I can remember when when this opportunity came up. And, and as it is with a lot of projects, there's more than one use. And when you find, so this was, what was it, a house on how many metres, 1,200 or so? What was it? I'm just trying to remember. 1,083. 1,000, I was close. 1,083 square metres, older house on the site, but but different options. What 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 were the options development-wise that could have been done on that lot that we explored? Did you want to take this or I can? Um, so... You're right. It was an 1,083 square metre lot, which is an LMR2 site, which means that you can do um, townhouses, duplexes, um, small lot homes mm. on the site. And so initially initially we were looking for a townhouse site. Yeah. And so I came across this one and went, yep, awesome, we're going to do townhouses. However, doing the feasibility it really didn't quite stack up to do townhouse like five townhouses on the site because at the time the the i guess the the grv or the end value of a townhouse wouldn't quite um stack up yeah so there was some thinking around well do we do just a one into two or do we actually push the envelope and do a one into three and build luxury homes on the site so, yeah, running all the numbers, that was the one that stacked up. Stacked up, yep. is that a thing? Yeah, no, that's good. That's good <laughs> slang. Stacked up the most. <laughs> um, and sort of that's, I guess, how we made the decision, you know, numbers don't lie. So mm, we mm. sort of looked at the numbers and went, yep, that, that's, that's the, the strategy we're going to go down. So, yeah, that's sort of how we, how we made that decision. Yeah. I think so when we first joined the mentoring program, we were keen to do townhouses. That was sort of mm. our goal because it's different dealing with architects, uh, dealing with the actual process was something we weren't familiar with. But when we got uh, control over the site, things changed. So that's where the mm. feasibility changed mm. around, mm. went back and forth a little bit and settled on the one into three. Yeah. What, what was that feeling like when you realised you found a site that worked? It's a one into three. Like, what was that? How who, was it? Like, holy heck, we game on. What? How were you? Um, we were pretty scared at the time, I think, because it was a pretty significant purchase that we were making. Mm. <laughs> However, like we sort of talk about Bob being yeah. our insurance policy, we knew that we knew that the numbers worked. We knew it would stack up. Um, and I guess, yeah, there was a lot of nervous excitement. Um, it was an option initially that 
that we attended and we knew we'd done some due diligence before the auction going, we actually can't purchase this site at auction conditions because we knew that it was a bit, I don't know, Bob likes to call it a bit hairy. Um, <laughs> if you had a few hairs on yeah. it that we needed to resolve. So, um, yeah, we we didn't bid on auction, but we did sort of let the real estate agent know we were keen on the site. So it got passed in and she sort of beelined us and, um, you know, doing that feasibility said, and what's that your work. Offer? Yeah, yeah, said, what's your offer? And I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it was exciting. It was definitely exciting. Yeah, yeah, because that that did have some issues, not the least of which yeah. was the storm water, and yeah, and, and other things that rose. Uh, tell us a little about your your initial due diligence, Craig. That because it wasn't black and white, which is why you couldn't mm. bid at auction. You needed conditions. Yeah, that's, that's right. That. So, so with the property again, we weren't we weren't actually intending on putting an offer in on the day that we arrived, but we wanted to go to the auction to see what the outcome was. And everything sort of eventuated quite quickly from there. But you are right. Uh, behind the property, there is a school that suffered during the 2022 floods. This property did not have any flooding issues, um, only a, a, a tiny patch in the corner of the lot. But because the, because the school suffered, they had no interest whatsoever in resolving stormwater issues and allowing us to put it through the natural contours through their property. Um, they did allow us to put sewer across the back of their property, which was the very, the, absolutely the one thing that we needed resolved. So that was good. Through some engineering, we've come up with other options about the stormwater. And we also had some council trees at the front. There was some cocos palms, five cocos palms, which were, uh, they were probably planted in 1960. And the owner planted them. They were quite foreign, so they 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 weren't in line with the uh, the look of the street. So we did get permission from the council to remove those, and I think that was a majority of it. Oh, the the house was... itself, we were very concerned it was pre nineteen forty six. But even when we were investigating that during the due diligence period, we went to the Brisbane City Archives, and unfortunately, they lost records on this uh... actual property. Yep. And that was a tiny bit of a concern, but we handled that through going to council and getting them to have a look and using a town planner to have a look as well. And they gave us better confidence um, with some aerial photography that it was a 1960s house that was put in place. So that sort of resolved that one as well. Mm. Okay, so that was good. So you had enough time you know, mm. built into the contract to, to carry out that due diligence and yeah, remove the hair if you like. Mm -hmm. Now starting to look like a like a real deal, and we did remember looking at the numbers. You looked at just cutting it into two lots with, you know, obviously good upmarket housing, but went for the three lots. That was the one that produced the the bigger the bigger profit of the bucks. The, the bucks, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was, you know, we didn't really go down the path of apartments because you know you could even have done two-story apartments there's so apartments townhouses two lot subdivision three lot yeah. subdivision all these mm. things and that was the one that uh, that came came good do you know what i think is worth congratulating you guys on as well is just having the the nous to have let the real estate agent know that you were keen mm. and she, she, he, whoever it was, I don't mean she, he in that sense, but I mean whoever it was <laughs> came back to you and they. 
Stop it, Bob. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> came back to you anyway. And you were able to put your best foot forward with the opportunity to sort out the hairy bits, which was fantastic. Well, also um, pulling in the right consultants, which Craig said before is a, mm. yeah. the area that he likes to do. And, and so you've, you isolated some – isolated, chose – uh, good consultants. How, how's the relationship been going with your consultants? I mean, you, you come from a background that's where you deal with a lot of professional people. Has it been? Look, it, it, pretty, it's quite good. good. Yeah, absolutely. We one thing we want to point out is we like dealing with people, so it's a part of our values. It's it's just yeah. it's just how you interact with people, and in, in this industry, there's a lot of that that goes on. Where even our town planner the other week. Um, he sent off an email helping us with a particular situation which ended up saving us $50,000. Now, it wasn't a part of his, um, you know, part of his scope to actually do, but because of the relationship, he really helped us out there. And naturally, we we are very appreciative and, and we will need to, um, you Seen know, him go around and reimburse them, take them out for dinner <laughs> yeah. or something. Um, but maybe maybe give him some cocos palms. You've got. Uh, <laughs> you can have them for free. That's not a problem. Yeah. He can take them. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of relationships in this, and even even for the sake of the uh, weekend event, we definitely want to go there because there's a lot of property developers. We never see this as a competitive. It, it's more supportive mm. because if someone else has got a project and they're succeeding, we don't see the issue with that. We think fantastic. Just just you know, keep in touch with us and tell us how you go. So that's what we really like, even the investor side of things, mm. um, because Tia has put together investor packs, which is just, a, and again, another gift, uh, gratitude, because mm. the investors, whilst we're giving them an opportunity, they're also putting faith in us. Mm. So we, we, we like doing those kind of things. Mm, that's a that's a really nice idea. An investor pack is that once they reach out to you, or that's I shouldn't say that because people are listening. Everyone want to invest. I'll probably put my hand <laughs> just to see what's in the pack. Uh, but I want to be an investor. Yeah, me too. I'm probably <laughs> going to reach out the Sarvi. Um, but is that when people sign on the dotted line? It's just a thank you. I think just going back a step, you've absolutely nailed it. People do business with people. Oh, the more yes. you connect with people. Mr. Town Planner saved you $50,000. That's just because you have a good relationship with him. And when yeah. the more people realise that it's about helping each other and supporting each other and relationships, yeah. the easier everything becomes. Mm. Absolutely. I use the expression, yeah, a good team is your key to success. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, you, you need to form those sort of relationships. And you can go a long time with them. I mean, I've got a lawyer mm. I use to this day. We go back four decades so, uh, and I've always been big on, on relationships. Mm. And to the point where that's, you know, worked itself out when you've needed something mm. done urgently, urgently and Bob just ha has things happen in half the time, a quarter of the time, mm -hmm. because you can go to someone and almost say, need a favour or this really needs to happen. And yeah, yeah and yeah. you guys are, you've just nailed it. You've got relationships underway. I mean, this relationship, we don't put everyone on our podcast, only the good people. Oh, <laughs> Trust me, we get emailed every week for people who want to be on it. Oh, we, do. we do. But it's a, it's a great opportunity and people should see your success and know that you're basically, you know, good people to, to do business with. 
So what's the next Thanks, question? Hillary, that means you're welcome. You're welcome while I mean it. Um, what, we've got a few questions here. Bob, where do you want to head next? Um, well, what have we covered here? I just jotted a few down before we came on. We've talked about your good selves. We know what your strengths are. Um, well, what, where, what about the intention? So where, where are you looking at being in maybe, you know, three, three years and maybe, you know, five and beyond? I think they kind of answered that already, though. Full, with, full on? Yeah, with Eventually, the full on. And, and then they've said the micro housing. Well, the micros, yeah. Mm, yeah, but anything, uh, is there anything else like, perhaps that you're thinking of when it comes to property development? Do you mean like that? Oh, just, you know, even legacy-wise, I mean, uh, you know, becoming a, eventually a, a legacy and a, fa- a family. Sure. Show. They've got enough kids between them. Well, there you go. You never know. <laughs> we do. The appetite can come late, though. Don't look for it as a, from a 14-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, absolutely. We'd, we'd love to help the kids out. Um, you know, mm. they're, they're in their teens at the moment and not quite sort of grasping the whole property piece, but we try and sort of talk to them as much as we can about it. Um, mm. You know, but it'd be great eventually. I mean, you know, the way houses are heading, it's going to be quite difficult for them to purchase their own homes. But if we could do mm. a development with them and, um, you know, eventually be able get to them help out them the house. Way. Get them out of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the nicest possible way. Yeah. <laughs> and you can certainly yeah. do that, you know. I, uh, doing a joint venture with your children to help establish them is, is, is a wonderful legacy to be able to, to leave and, mm. uh, yeah. for anybody watching out there. It's, it's mm. worth learning property development, not only to set mm. yourselves up, but you can set your family members up as well. And yep. probably, mm. as Tia pointed out, the whole housing market or mm. people owning their own home as the Australian norm, then the Australian dream, and now for a lot of people it's out of reach. Yep. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yep. It's absolutely is, challenging. So, you know, Which is mm. sad yeah. um, in a way. Um, but, yeah, you just, I guess, have to think of creative ideas to – to be able to get into property, you know, it's it's the the thing that people love to talk about the most in Australia, I would imagine, around mm. the dinner table. I mean, you guys do, so. Yeah. Some people <laughs> um, are turning granny flats into children's flats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't got quite a big enough backyard here, Bob, though. <laughs> what about where are we up to right now? So we, where are we up to with the project? Where are you guys up to? And yeah. then... I suppose leading on from your question, how soon until you begin the next? Because you've got, already got one prior. Where's that at? You've yep. got this one, the the three. Yep. And then what's next? And what's the journey forward? So um, maybe Craig can answer where we're up to right now with the project, but maybe I can talk a little bit about the journey forward. Mm. So well, we're, we're about to go into uh, finance and then uh, demolition and move into we've got a, a range of earthworks to complete and then move into the construction of the homes. Mm. Uh, but we are already, I, I remember when we first got this property, Hillary, you you spoke with us and said, all right, let's move on to the next project. And we said, what? Hang on. Yeah, we can't do that yet. <laughs> but we're at that stage now where we do want to look at the next step. It, it now moves away from our serviceability more into that joint venture place. So We're starting to use that network. We're starting to go broader to reach out to others and look at financing, look at JVs, look at other opportunities. So that the next project will happen at some point, but we want to keep making sure we've got that pipeline of work coming through. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah, so I guess, so, yeah, look, longer term, absolutely. We're sort of in negotiations or, or just, just building a relationship at the moment with a potential joint venture partner because sometimes these things, you know, we like to talk about it. It's sort of like dating. Um, you know, you've got to go on a few dates. You've got, to, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to go on a few dates and just get to know each other and make sure your values align. Yeah. Like that's really important to Craig and I as well. You know, you want to work with people where, you know, you treat each other respectfully, you, you know, you work together well, you communicate well, you, you know, like if you say you're going to do something, you do something. You have um, fun. Yeah, you have fun as well yeah. along the yeah. way. Um, so, you know, and sometimes it takes a little while to understand whether or not your values align. Um, and then now we're sort of in that starting to look at potentially a, a patch and a, and a, um, and a location, well, a patch and feasibilities around that. So, yeah, want to yeah. do as many projects as we can. Oh, and you will, I'm sure. Yeah, it's always handy if you do have investors, you know, in the pipeline moving forward, of course, as opposed to all of a sudden you could find a deal and, and then it can be difficult within the time frames to, yeah. to, to get investors straight away. The that, chicken and egg situation. Chicken and egg, yeah. 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 Unless you can get a long contract. Yeah. We've seen people get extended contracts, long settlements and, you know, give them time. But, yeah, I oh, know, that, that's great. I mean, look, Hillary and I, we, we love doing what we're doing, don't we? Because yeah. the, the, some people ingloriously have said to me, oh, Bob, you only do uh, mentoring so you can make a lot of good friends, you know. <laughs> can't, can't you make friends without it? But but the sort of people that we meet in there, we're just so so well aligned with them, you know. We've got a, mm. uh, most, well, a lot of the same values because we do choose who comes into the mentoring program. But, mm. but you know, we're all going in the same direction. We have a love for property, and, and it's a you know, it's such a great supportive community that we've yeah. that we've mm. built. It's you know, what, what would you, I don't know what else you'd want well, to do. That's what, yeah, what, I was referring is, what to else it. do you do on Wednesdays? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it's it's not competitive. It's it's supportive. It, it's mm. like minded people with the right yeah. right mindset. They're all positive. They all want to move forward. That's all. You know, really good things to to look at. And, and look, I was, I was just going to say as well, one thing that we've definitely learnt about over this whole process, we, we just talked about the chicken and the egg, about finance or finding the right deal, which comes first. But a lot of what we've learnt is about solving the problem or working the problem. It's not about worrying mm. and sitting there, what am I going to do? It's about, well, it is what it is. What can we do? Mm. So there's a, there's a lot of focus where we try not to waste time thinking about it or worrying about it. It's more, okay. Here's your options. It's A or B. You know, go find mm. someone to finance it. Let the deal go, or or uh, see if you can negotiate terms. Mm. So it, yeah. it's it's a part of that mindset. Mm. Yeah, there's always stuff coming up in property development. You know, I mean, mm. it, it's tremendous. We love it. Do it well. You can make lots and lots of money. We we know all that, but but we don't. You know, push it out there through rose-coloured glasses and and you know say how all the one because yeah. you, know, you will find issues, you will find problems, you will have to detour sometimes, mm. and it's it's how you it's how you knuckle down. It's your attitude. It's thinking outside mm. of the box. It's having enough connections to be able to take yeah. advice from people. Mm. It's all of those things, and that's that's what makes it sort of what it is and, and the satisfaction that you get from it anyway. But the biggest thing for me is. Um, it's the people that I've met over over mm -hmm. many generations, you know, mm. well, many generations, sound like about 300 years old, but, uh, you know. Over, You're the one over with the, the cold, Bob. Over the decades, <laughs> probably sound a bit nosy, yeah. um, is, you know, long-standing relationships with, with people. I mean, that's, 
that's what it's about. I mean, it, 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 it's a given that if you're in the industry and you're doing it and you're doing it well, you're making money. I mean, that's a, that's a given. But but I think where you pointed out, there are always problems and it is about it is just about finding solutions. I sort of would love to talk about your branding. You went with mm. Mint Developments. What was that about? Why? why M-I-N-double-T. M-I-N-double-T. Why Mint? It's just like um, this is mint. We are the mint making money. Where did the mint come a from? A little, a little bit of all of those things, right? Mm, so yeah. you know, it was something that just you know we probably did the whole how what are we going to call ourselves? You know, what is our direction? And we we're like, well, like the green color is quite a happy color. Um, you know, it's a calming color. Mint means money. It also means the type of product that we want to. Yeah. yeah, quality, you know, like it's mm. – and then it sort of – it just – it's stuck. So <laughs> that's sort of where we are. In terms of branding and stuff, though, Craig's been having a little bit of fun because we have done some rebranding. So we've just been sort of working on our logo and a few other bits and pieces. But I guess we actually really want to create that brand. We want to be known as, mm. you know, the people that are good to work with, the people that have those values. It's, it's not just – it is about money, but it's also about mm. – community and you know that whole um affordable housing piece Mm. is probably the piece that i really wanted to get into property around it's having something that people it is a bit of a legacy i suppose and it's helping in the community that we work in Mm. that's the stuff that really like gets the you know the tugs on the heart yeah 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 yeah. yeah. um so yeah they're the sort of things like we really want to kind of create that that brand and working on that at the moment so oh well i'm excited to see will we have new uh business cards at the workshop craig or not uh they're a little late they're in the mail they're in the Uh, mail but uh (laughs) you should have sent them straight down to the workshop (laughs) oh just a shirt oh nice so we'll be wearing uniforms this year (laughs) well we actually have another couple in victoria who they did that with with theirs, mm, they, mm. they wear shirts, and we just recently caught up with them at a networking event down there, and they turned up. They always wear their shirts, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's which cool. is really cool. Yeah, yeah it is cool. Yeah. Young couple, just like yourselves. Yeah, everyone, everyone's yeah. young to us. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, not so that young, that? but thank you. <laughs> what's the website? Mintdevelopments.com. www.mintdevelopments.com.au Right. And we'll definitely put a link in anyway. So anyone interested in checking out what Craig and Tia are doing with the rebrand or even with Alban or even just if you're interested in partnering with somebody who's if you want to be a joint venture partner, often people want to do property developments or want to be involved but don't have one the the tenacity, the drive, the confidence to do it that you now have having a few under your belt and and your insurance policy. And then but it's also a great way for people to be able to share in the reward of property development because none of us go, we all go into this for the one reason, it's for lifestyle and what gives us that lifestyle yeah. and time, it's money. If we draw it right down, it's always, it's money that does it. So yeah. that's what yeah, most of us, I don't think anyone's here for a different yeah. reason, are they? No, no. Mm, no. And, and not everybody wants to be a property developer or even wants to learn about it. They might be, you know, yeah. fully satisfied in their own job. Yeah. The opportunity then of making money out of property development without being a property developer, hey, that's uh, that's the other side of it. And look, uh, that's, that's certainly investors what we, are all about. Yeah, yeah, that's what we found with our investors. You know, they they have some money but don't have the time and love property, but not necessarily. You know, it, it does take a lot of time and and thinking around pulling a 
property development together, especially if you're building mm. as well. So, yeah, just people don't have the time to do it but want to be involved. So yeah. we're always sort of happy to work with like-minded people. Yeah, and I really have noticed twice the first time I put my hand on my heart, you brought up values. Mm. And it's, for me, vital because when, working, when we work in alignment with our values, that's us we are we are happier people and when people aren't working in alignment with their values they won't be there'll be there will be that missing that chip on the shoulder that emptiness whatever that mm. is for them and if you are aware of yours and are aware of the people that you work with have similar it just makes such a big difference it's just everything matches it's congruent it's going you know just mm. it makes it so useful so what's the plan forward for keeping in contact with your investors what how will you be doing that did you want to text uh, we regularly um, do email updates yeah. as well. So at least on a, a fortnightly, monthly basis uh, or when there's when there's something exciting to actually issue. So that whole social media marketing, we're, we're moving into that space as well. The other side is we want to be a little more active. I think we've spoken about doing short YouTube clips or anything along those lines. We, we want to just, as the property itself like at the moment, it's just a, a house on a lot. But as soon as we start moving across into demolition, into construction, and we've got more phases of work actually occurring, we want to be more active. So we'll give our, give our neighbours and our uh, investors a, a better update on a more regular basis. Yeah, cool. But the people love that, don't they, Bill? Yeah, I love watching the demolition. Maybe I'm a weirdo. I don't know. But, oh, um, I hope you're there for demo, demo day. Uh, you we'll have lawn chairs across the other side of the house. Ha- uh, we the, let us start in advance. I'll come. <laughs> yes, like we, have a few, we have a few of our investors and we have sort of committed to once it is being d- demolished, you know, to, to go out to site and also even take them out to site with us yeah. if they're interested once, once we're able to... Um, show them something at the moment yeah as Craig said it's uh it's an old house sitting on a a block of land so Mm. once there's action absolutely sounds like fun yeah I can't wait for the invite I do I do lawn chairs and champers (laughs) watching the demolition cucumber sandwiches yeah no it's great I I think I just love the power of big machinery oh hang on is the party coming I'm I'm pushing I'm pushing Oh, the demolition know. party, oh. the roof on party. Oh, the there's party, a few parties. The, so many parties. And three houses party. Oh, I think we've got lots of parties coming up here. Yeah, you've you've spoken about that in the past. And again, it's one way to thank everybody yeah. towards the end of the project, grabbing all your trades, grabbing all your, mm. your, your people, your team that were involved, your investors, and yeah. then getting them all to see and feel, yeah, the end yeah. product. So yeah, we're, we're absolutely, the invites are going to be out for that one. All right, look forward yeah, to that. Cool, Bob. Have you got any questions in wrapping up? Well, not really. I think it's been a good wrap. Other, other than to say, like, we're really proud of you guys. Not that you Thank need you. our our uh, what is it, giving of uh, acknowledgement, maybe acknowledgement. But look at me but with you the big deserve it. today. And and you're going well. And I know you're going to be very successful. And that's you know that's a big buzz for us. That's what we we love to see. It's why we do what we do. And uh, you know it's. I know it's a great journey for you, but it's a it's a great journey for us watching people develop and grow and, you know, become seriously good property developers. And just learn a new skill, Bob. Yeah. You know, as we get older, learn a new skill, apply it. It's a life-changing thing you guys have done, yes. which is just amazing. Yeah. Well, that comes back to yourselves. I mean, it, it, 
doing the mentoring, that's fantastic, absolutely. But it's, it's I don't know, we, we just are passionate for it. We like it. We, um, again, the community is fantastic. So we probably wouldn't have had the yeah. confidence, I guess, to, yeah. to do what we've done without you both because I think, mm. Bob, from the, the, the feasibility and the project side of things, but then Hillary as well from the, you know, I remember a few times she sort of said to me, but why not you? You yeah. are a property developer. And she sort of did that look you in the eye and I'm like, she's right. I am a property developer. And I think I even texted her a couple of times going, I am a property developer. So, you know, like we, we just probably wouldn't have had that confidence without you both. So we yeah. really appreciate it. It's a, it's a two-way thing here. Lifelong friends. Yay. Yay. See? Well, I'm going to wrap this up, everybody. What a great chat with an inspiring power couple, Craig and Tia Piva. If you're interested in chatting with them about joint ventures, there'll be a link to their po- uh, to their website, not their podcast, to their website below. I podcast don't, coming. I don't think you get the investor pack unless you actually invest, but I will be testing that out this That's afternoon. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. And Thank we'll you. see you in a couple of days at the workshop. Absolutely. How fun. See you All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, everyone.